Hey there, Albuquerque. So, what do you think of when you hear the word toast? Is it what you do when you raise a glass with friends? The destruction of something? That smell at the breakfast table when you've got some butter and jelly at the ready? Or what about a culinary experience? There's the rumor that avocado toast ruined like the economy. I don't know if I agree with that. This episode, you'll travel to a downtown bistro with Ryan and Lindsay, where the amazing eats and fantastic flavors are crafted with brown bread as the base. It's not just for BLTs anymore. As a matter of fact, it's What's Up ABQ. What's up, Albuquerque? This is Lindsay. And this is Ryan. And this is Season 4 of What's Up, ABQ. And we're back, Albuquerque. This is Ryan. And this is Lindsay. And today we have... Victoria Van Dame. Curious Toast uh, owner and proprietor and uh, inventor, I guess, uh, with Chef Ruiz. Yeah, Chef David Ruiz. Mm -hmm. So what makes you curious about toast? What makes me curious about toast? I wasn't very curious about toast. I, uh, my friend uh, Pamela, she is a creative artist of fabulousness, and she came up with uh, we. Chef had approached us with the the concept about like what about toast, you know? And I'm, we're like toast. So my friend Pam, she usually says, okay, she's come up with all my logos for OT Circus and for um, different things, you know, that we're endeavoring on. And so she goes, well, let me sit with it for a minute. You know, let me, let me just see toast. Are you sure? And I was like, yeah, toast. And chef was like, yep, toast. So I was like, okay. So we gave it a whirl. She sat with it for a few days and she comes back and she goes, what about curious toast? And I was like, so she had the menu, you know, the write-ups of what it was going to be like. And so she came up with this whole concept of Curious Toast. And so um, she went back and did the logo, and the rest is history. Um, the mustache and the legs and the kicking, the neon, all the fun stuff, you know, it's just uh, her creative trademark and brain working very curiously. <laughs> I think it's really cool that you focused on toast. I know that sounds kind of silly, but coming from a generation that is, I, I don't classify myself as a millennial because I was born in 83, so I feel like I'm maybe just a little bit before that. Pump, pumpkin spice, yes or no? All right. Um, next question. Um, <laughs> but I feel like there's a big emphasis on like toast and reconstructing toast. And it's kind of this generational thing that people really enjoy. You know, there's the rumor that avocado toast ruined like the economy. I don't know if I agree with that. Single-handedly, right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how do you make your toast here and your dishes here? Like, how do you make them interesting to the people that are coming to eat? Well, um, Chef Ruiz, he, uh, David Ruiz, he um, came up with all the, the concepts and the different things. Like the, I love mushrooms. And so he came up with uh, the Van Dame on toast. And so we're working with that um, to kind of meld it and change it with the different kinds of mushrooms and things like that we can put on there. Will is always coming up with different concepts, and so is um, Chef Dom kind of bringing up the different things that are available and to implement those onto the different kinds of toasts we have from the firm Bakery and Brinery. Those guys are our, our bakers, and so I've been noticing them on Instagram just kind of looking through the town and just being like, wow, you know, 
we're really trying to support. Um, I know that was one of the things that David wanted to really kind of hit home is that we're really using a lot of our local purveyors and, and people, bakers and those types of things that are instrumental to some of the pieces that are kind of what we want to do with Curious Toast. Um, part of it is revitalizing downtown. And this is like my soapbox is that, you know, I really want to bring niche, cool, awesome ideas to um, the table. And uh, me and Chef were doing some fundraisers for the OT Circus across the street. And uh, we would have a 12 seating um, dinner and every, and we sold out all the time. And we were I was, so over here across the street, I was noticing that um, people were coming in and out and it was kind of like there was vagrants coming in and out. And so I banded with um, Anna Muller's sister, um, Frankie, and we, I said, this would be a great coffee shop. I mean, that we have offices upstairs and downstairs, um, a lot of creatives. Um, and so it was born that this first floor would be um, Curious Toast and, you know, kind of revitalized the building as well as kind of started to anchor this this end of downtown. Since OT Circus across the street, we have Curious Toast over here. I was like, might as well do something weird. And I gotta say, I love it. I'm a huge fan of Victorians and I love like when it gets used, you know, and it's yeah. part of the community. You know, I love it. It's great. Yeah. Do you have any of the history on this building? I know it's on the historic register. I saw the little plaque. Um, what's the history of this building? Because it is an older building in downtown Albuquerque. And I know that, you know, they're few and far between, but they're here and yeah. we're kind of. And what's the address too? So people who are listening know. It's uh, 718 Central Avenue. It's right next door to the Goodyear tire shop and the old um, El Capo's, which is now Delmonico's, and across the street from the old Blue Hotel, which I, from my understanding is that they are going to become a boutique hotel, kind of one of those hotels that like in Phoenix and Scottsdale. And, you know, I think that's really something else that really looking at all the buildings downtown and, and the history behind them, you know, the, this is the old historic Pierce building and it was a chiropractor's building. And it was, a, that was, it was family owned. I think it's like a hundred years old or something like that. But, um, Anna Muller had come in here initially and really kind of re-renovated the whole thing. Thank you. Oh. For those who can't see, it looks delicious. I know. What are you having? Uh, I'm having the special, and it is um, our Thanksgiving special. And actually, this is this is Will, and he is hey, the inventor of Hello. This, <laughs> this turkey. Uh, Maybe you should talk about yeah, turkey dinner. Uh, well, it is a take on turkey dinner. It is your choice of toast, some cranberry jelly, sliced turkey, and a smoked turkey gravy. And a poached egg. Oh, it's I delightful. I and now I'm hungry, so. Oh, maybe she'll share. Yeah, it's delicious. Well, I haven't tasted it yet, but all the specials are definitely one of a kind for sure. And then all the toasts that we do have on the menu that Chef uh, David Ruiz created is our kind of our standard situation. Oh, he's gonna there you go. I didn't realize you were asking me, Ryan. I'm sorry. No. I recently, like, I say this every podcast, I recently, like, stopped drinking coffee for a minute, and my brain is still trying to catch up with that, so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just not on it. Yeah. But I also wanted to mention that I'm having, a, like, a like a golden turmeric tea latte, which is really good. That's like your new jam. Well, I, I used to like golden, golden milk tea before, but now that I'm not drinking coffee, it's like my go-to and it's like, now I'm in search of the best like golden milk tea in Albuquerque. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and shout that because it's really good here. And I have a dirty chai. Lorenzo, what are you drinking? I'm drinking some coffee, just regular drip coffee and it's pretty tasty. Pretty tasty. Yeah. It's uh, got a good uh, acidic back to it. I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I think, so the cool thing is she was mentioning how she's supported, they're supporting local vendors here, and their coffee comes from Via Miriam, which is just down the street, where they roast and they serve. So I've noticed a lot of really local influence just in the building as we're here. We'll talk about this a little bit later, but it's not just a restaurant and coffee shop. There is an art element to it also. Everywhere we walk into, there's something funky going on. Yeah, and it's it's eclectic art. It's really fun. It's a very whimsical place, and it's it's definitely not to be missed. If you're not going to go for the food, come for your eyes so that you can like feast your eyes on the art because it's really great. And also because as an in, in old Victorian, like it's cozy. Like whatever room you go into, yeah. like super cozy. Well, I like that there's a fireplace going too. Yeah. That's like it's the perfect day. It's so yes. cold outside, and I'm just like, oh, a yes. fireplace. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, this is exciting. And um, I'm excited to hear about the revitalization of downtown. I was actually looking at Hotel Blue wondering, like, what are they doing? What's yeah. happening? What's going? Because yeah. there's some moving and shaking going on. But Yeah, it's a big um, – working with the city and, and that kind of thing has, like, been part of the circus. And so that's kind of how we're trying to move it down and really use Toast and the circus. And then we are, we're also revitalizing the Crest Building, which is right next to oh, Effects. I wondered what someone was going to do with that. So yeah, yes, great awesome. building. Yeah. It's a yes. great spot. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's my vision to kind of look at and, and incorporate kind of Anna's visions as well because she was a huge proponent for downtown. And so... Is I feel really lucky to have this space here now at the Nita. It was called the Nita, Curious Toast, you know, and so it's really just bringing that that community vibe. She really was a, a huge lover of, she loved downtown, and so it's my hopes to get a, a sculpture of her, bronze or something like that, and her on her bike, and she loved carrots, and so we want to do like a, a flowing carrot, you know, dragging on the ground kind of thing. And she had these really blue piercing eyes, and just looking out over the the downtown kind of like you know who Duke Kanamoko is the the guy that invented surfing oh okay oh yeah yeah so they have this huge surf sculpture of him in Waikiki and it's it's just like a tribute to like his domain and his his kind of where he came from and so i thought that might be a really cool situation for having anna somewhere you know looking downtown and just kind of seeing the fruits of her labor, basically, you know, and how how fabulous downtown is because of her, you know. So, I don't know. It's it's kind of my soapbox. And then the Crest Building, we um, I've incorporated some artists, and they uh, they call themselves the Crest Collective. And so um, we've been doing uh, installations on the windows, and uh, we have been instrumental in help, you know, moving along with um, Art Walk and things like that. And so we're slowly with toast with circus and with the crest um, collective we'll be having a lot of art shows and so i think that importantly enough i think that chef really kind of helped me bring the his his vision and his culinary expertise into you know having the dinners and then really kind of bringing that culinary experience to downtown too because there's some fabulous the tuerta um, we also have um, the acre that just opened up, you know, and I and it's it's starting to get that kind of vibe that all big cities have, you know, like you go to Seattle or Scottsdale, you know, you have these really cool little niche little spots, and I thought. Why can't Albuquerque have that as well? I feel like we're, we're due. It's time. It's our time to kind of make that happen. I know that yeah. we've, you know, we're in our late 30s, but it's like, even when we were in our early 20s coming downtown, we were like, man, you know, there's so much potential here. Yeah. And I think that it's time for that potential to kind of be recognized and realized. And I hope that that's where we're headed. Cause yeah. I think there's a lot of funding now um, through the city. I just had a meeting yesterday 
with the the city and the metropolitan redevelopment funds and things like that. And they're doing this storefront kind of jazz up kind of thing. And so it's my hopes that we can get some tables for the parking lot and have a pizza night and have more family oriented kind of things come down. It's really starting to get that feel with the art walk. So, you know, we're really starting to like move in a different direction. And I think working to in conjunction with the city and, you know, those, these revitalization kind of situations and having markets, we had the heavy metal market. I don't know if you guys were aware of that. We were at a show downtown and we passed by it and we were like, what? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saw it. It was really cool. It was a heavy metal market, and it was a hit. And they were like, can we do this again next year? I'm like, absolutely, absolutely yes, <laughs> let's do it. And then um, Curious Toast is putting on a yard sale um, where in, now that the growers market is closed for the season, uh, we were like, people still like coming downtown anyway. So we're like, why don't we just move some of those people that want to come and participate in the winter over here to our parking lots and they, you know, people can still come enjoy coffee and meet their friends downtown and, and kind of keep that going so that it doesn't lose its, its vibrancy of, you know, people wanting to come downtown and do those different things. So any idea when that's going to start? Um, November 27th, we are, is our first, uh, is our first one and, uh, we're not charging a vendor fee. So we, so that people can come and, and just enjoy and, and do those kinds of things. I think having people come in and have toast or, or buy a coffee or any, you know, things like that and get together with their families and friends, I think it's going to be a good time. That's what we've been doing. <laughs> I feel like I have, here I haven't been doing anything compared to that. <laughs> Get it together, Ryan. <laughs> well, I think that New Mexico is definitely an epicenter for artists and creatives and people that just have, I don't even want to say like off the wall ideas, but I think there's just innovation here that maybe, I don't want to say we've been sleeping on it, but I think that it's been untapped for a long time. And so it's, it's time to kind of Mm-hmm. We're kind of seeing that momentum, and I'm really excited to see where it goes. We were talking. I remember we were doing an interview over at Thirsty Eye, maybe season two, season one, and they're saying like New Mexico is sort of place where this probably wouldn't work anywhere else, but for some reason here in New Mexico in Albuquerque, it's it's just blowing up, you know. Mm-hmm. So you've talked a bit about like where things have been in the past, where things currently are. Where do you want to see things go downtown? Like, what do you see in that's your, in your mind? That's a million dollar question. Well, yeah, that's why we're asking it. It's a charge question, too. People get really excited yeah. about that. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is that a few years ago, OT Circus won the Creative Bravos Award for for the creativity and, and moving things along and just really trying to push forward the vibrancy of downtown. And, and so I think it was more of people coming up with creative ideas for different parts of the city as well. Well, I have this vision that downtown is definitely going to be... If we can all work together as businesses and as creatives and all the different entities like Mothership Alumni we have, we have over at the Secret Gallery, we're all kind of doing different things, 516. Not different things, but we're all kind of a presence, you know. Yeah, and I think if we keep opening up these galleries, we keep opening up these events, and we keep opening up opportunity for people to come downtown and they feel safe, I think we're really in a good spot. I know Sunday night cruise night is a lot different down here, if any of you have ever experienced it. Um, Yes, when I first moved down here, I was like, what am I doing? Like, my brothers thought I was crazy. They were like, you're you're moving where? I said, I'm moving downtown Albuquerque. They said, you're you're nuts. And I thought I was nuts, too. (laughs) Hey, I live in the South Valley, and I still get that. It's so nice. It's so nice. It is. Uh, well, I love living downtown. It's it's just it's cool. It's I mean it's eclectic. It's a good mix of people. There's businesses and 
there's always something going on. (laughs) I feel like we kind of have talked about this on previous podcasts, but like this little strip of downtown, especially with where the roundabout is and kind of just this little chunk of downtown is really like, in my opinion, like the heartbeat of Albuquerque. And so you can kind of gauge like the city's tone based on what's happening down here. And I think that's really cool. And even with cruising and stuff like that, it's still a part of who we are as a culture. And I think it's something that we need to kind of appreciate for what it is because it's been here a long time. You know, it it made this area what it is. Exactly. And I think uh, like as a vision, what I'd like to see incorporated and and maybe it's the Crest building or maybe it's down here somewhere or or in another space, but we really do need to embrace that that culture and try to make it viable for everybody that comes down here, you know, because we have you have the, the car clubs, then you have the, the people that just want to cruise and there's there's different aspects to it that, that you can figure out how to get everybody to kind of get along, I suppose. If that's the word I'm gonna Yeah. It's like downtown is a different animal depending on the time of day. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because I was just thinking when I was coming, I was coming right, and I was dumb and I didn't I'm like I should have got food here and I, I didn't. But I was like, where can I get breakfast downtown? And I was like sitting there thinking about it. I was like, because downtown typically you think of like you know late night, you know, or yeah. evening stuff. But like it's nice to have something going on all times of the day. You know. Well, and I think I think it's that idea of existing in the same the same space and making it a comfortable space and a, a space that people can take ownership of, regardless of maybe how you're different other ways. Exactly. So I did want to actually ask you a little bit about the art in the building. I know, again, people can't see it, but we talked about it a little bit earlier. Tell us about how the art component sort of came about and and kind of what you're doing with that here. Well, we did when um, it was COVID. We couldn't have Albuquerque Art Walk. So the OT Circus started an online auction. And that really, really supported the artists that couldn't have markets. We couldn't have shows. We couldn't have, you know, people weren't seeing anything. So what I like to do is I like to purchase art from the artists that have shown here or across the street and then I put them in the said spaces like this one is this will be like the permanent installation space but in there we have rotating um, artists we do have uh, Caitlin Padilla downstairs Will Wooten and Sonia I can never pronounce her last name Lil Dens Von Zanonzo <laughs> I don't know but we do have resident um, artists and so they have they put up their uh, collections in the hallways um, we have Adobe Disco downstairs um, they are amazing uh, DJs and they have a huge following um, we also have a nonprofit downstairs um, it's for women in recovery and re-entry into society and they're super awesome they're just fabulous ladies and then we have uh, two graphic designers um, upstairs and they are amazing Vanessa Bowen and Alexis Ville they're amazing ladies and so we have a good and eclectic we're getting a massage therapist oh, nice. and uh, i know perfect yeah yeah her name is um betty gruay so well, there's a, a good mixture of people that are are coming into the building and that's kind of where i'm at is, is i want everybody to be able to get be together and coordinate and you know kind of do all those kinds of things well we are at about our halfway point so we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back During the holidays, there's no better gift you can give someone than life itself. Right now, many people are waiting for the donation of a kidney, and you could be their life-giving hero. Donating a kidney is safe, fast, and via a laparoscopic procedure is minimally invasive. 
The New Mexico Kidney Foundation is dedicated to kidney disease prevention by enhancing awareness and improving the quality of life of people with or at risk of kidney disease through education, research, and philanthropic projects. Please consider including the New Mexico Kidney Foundation in your holiday donations and consider donating a kidney to a patient in need. Learn more at nmkidney.org. That's nmkidney.org. And we're back. And uh, uh, today we have Victoria Van Dame, Curious Toast partner with David Ruiz. So it's fun. I was thinking about this kind of on the break. It's always interesting to me because I feel like this is a very New Mexican situation that we're in right now. Most good ideas in New Mexico start around a table with food on it. I feel like it's just kind of a New Mexico thing. And so it's really funny that we're sitting in here and the conversation kind of went from not just curious toast, but like to community. I love that a lot because I feel like New Mexico has this like culture around food and it's very intricate and it's very detailed and it's very rich. So on that same, the same aspect, New Mexico is very boom bust, right? What do you think makes something stick in a community? Mm, I think the just the novelty, the eclecticness of it, the, the different thinking, the change of the norm, I think. That's what it is, you know, I think we're really just, there's a lot of creative people in Albuquerque. A lot of really good chefs, a lot of really good ideas. It's the follow through though that I've noticed that everybody was like, yes, we can do this. Let's do it. Let's let's go. Let's do it. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. Perfect. Yeah. And then I'm like, who's going to go first? <laughs> who's with me? Where am, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then let's go. no follow through. So. so, and that's something that we run into again and again, because we talked to a lot of creatives, small businesses, whatever. So you have this idea. What next? Like for you guys, you had this idea and then like nitty gritty, what next? Oh, gosh, I, I see it moving to different parts of the city, maybe. I don't want to expand too big. It's not about that for me. It's okay. more about like the, the eclecticness of, of the ideas and keeping it small and tight, kind of like a family kind of feel. Because I've, I've noticed that sometimes you walk into these big restaurants and these big franchises and things like that, and they lose their ability to like make people want to be curious or want to see what is, I, I wonder what that is, you know, and they're like, oh, it's... Tom and Jerry, or whatever it is, you know, yeah. I don't know but how to explain it, but it's kind of the same way with like the circus and with just the different things that we're doing. Like the Crest Collective is very, a very eclectic mix of artists. And I really want to get other artists things in there as well, like dancing and jazz bands and work closer with the fine arts uh, department at UNM and things like that. Cause they have approached us to, to do some collaborations. Um, and it's just, you know, incorporate the school down here at Siembra, they're super, they're big fans of us. We're big fans of them. And we really like to see the, the kids, you know, intermixing and intermingling with downtown. They have a, a project that they're doing with the city as well. And it's uh, the downtown takeover. And they've helped with the Paint for Peace. OT Circus was uh, responsible for that. Uh, Jessica Anderson, she definitely pushed that whole thing through. I was like, yeah, let's paint the alleys. Let's activate the alleys. No, no problem, you know. And then the Arts and Culture District, of course, uh, Lola Bird and Danielle, they were super supportive of that vision and that purpose there. Um, and they helped us with some funding with that. And, and the, the community is just coming out of the woodwork, you know, like, how can we make it better? I'm like, well, we can paint some dumpsters and, you know, we just, we need to have fundraisers and we need to do those things. And, and it's like, well, I'll help, I'll help. And again, you know, okay, you're, you want to help, but I'm not going to do it all. 
You got. I need you guys. If you're gonna help and and you're gonna say you're gonna do it, let's do it. I was. I thought it was really neat. Um, I I I don't know. Was this like pre-COVID maybe? Um, when sadly there was a bunch of the the windows smashed downtown, and then after that they had the boards go up. But then, but then, but then let's yeah, put that stuff behind you. It turned into this beautiful art walk situation, and that was really inspiring. I feel like that at the time especially was very needed for downtown Albuquerque. Yeah. I, I remember, so I, I was driving my, um, my convertible, like literally when they were, they were painting, and like I had no idea, you know? Yeah. I was like, I am slowly witnessing a moment in history downtown, yeah. you know? And it was like, after all the stuff that had went on, all the, all the stuff that like collectively we had all been through, regular people in Albuquerque were like taking something ugly and like literally turning it into art. Yeah, and I think, I think that's the potential that we have, and I think we've seen that. I just think, like you said, people need to show up and continue to show up so that it gets done. Yeah. You want to know how that all started, the paint yes, for peace? absolutely. <laughs> so there, the boards, we went the morning after, and we saw all the busted windows and everything, and then the next day they had gone up and put all the boards up. The city had done all that stuff, and I was walking um, down the street with Alex Harden. We put windows across the street at a circus as well, and so I was walking across. We were going down to um, eat lunch, and... I walked up to this, it was right there on 4th Street, and they were doing this storyboard of like those, you see those space guys, you know, and that was like the first one that kind of popped up, and I was like, so I walked over there, and I was all, hey, they were like, what? Insurance New Mexico Confession. Yeah, they were like, what? Like, yes? And I'm like, man, this is great. This looks really good. And they were like, really? I'm like, yeah, and I was like, hey, can you guys go down and paint something at the gallery? I, I'd like to have something like this on my boards because they're ugly, you know? <laughs> and the guy, go, they, he says, um, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, what do, you, what do you want us to paint? And I was like, oh, just paint something peaceful. Right. And so Paint for Peace came, and then we just started buying paint, and then it was people were showing up at the gallery, and we were passing Ooh. out paint, and... You know, people were doing these great things. And I remember walking down on July 17th that when we had the big debut, just walking down and just going, wow, this is amazing. You know, and everybody and I remember people were saying, if we kind of feel normal, like this feels kind of normal. I'm like, yeah, we were, you know, it was right before the big shutdowns and everything. And so everybody was sitting outside Red Door and it was cool. So, yeah, so Paint for Peace was born, and now we have Paint for Peace, Activate the Alleys, and so we're just pushing it through. We go through and clean the alleys and put baking soda and vinegar and things like that down, but, I mean, there's only so much we can do to, like, keep the keep it down, but um, the murals are beautiful. I don't know if you guys have seen them. They're back there on 3rd Street. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like that spontaneity is, is like, People can say, oh, things are getting better or whatever, but like when you see it happen where you live, spontaneous, like so for me, it was like spontaneous. It was just like suddenly yeah. there was like beautiful, like beautiful art going up all right. Like that's right. healing. Like, you know, that's, yeah. that's really cool to see. Yeah. That's kind of the part of it is just like that. I'm like that. That's what I, I do that. And I, sometimes it, I get in trouble because I just go, yeah, just do it. Let's just see what happens. You know? And then I'm like, no permission sometimes. Oh, <laughs> I know, but that's gotten me into trouble too few times. <laughs> you know, it's funny because um, 
the, the murals all over town. It's when there was the shutdown, I, when we were like stuck in our house, that's one of the things that I did with my kids just to get out. We would go for a drive and we'd go and look at all the murals and then we'd take a picture and I'd say, okay, which one's your favorite? Like, why do you like this one? And so we started doing that every week. Well, they would ask for it. They'd be like, can we just go on that drive where we like, look at those pictures and can we just like see them? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. So it was like a fun thing to do. Even when we were shut down, it was like encouraging, you yeah. know? Yeah. We still have all those boards and I, I yeah, the city donated them to the okay. Crest Collective. Good. And so we have piles of all the old boards. And so at some point, like maybe like 10 year anniversary or something like that, I don't know. Maybe we can do some kind of, we also want to like incorporate it on July 17th and do a big like bash and do those different things, but have the old boards kind of showing, you know, and it was like, oh yeah, I remember that one. Or, oh yeah, I remember that one. It's literally like a historic event that we were part of, you know, and it's, yeah. I'm so glad because I, cause I saw, they, they, they slowly disappeared. That's cool. I understand. But like, where'd they go? I was worried. Yeah. No, <laughs> you don't have to worry anymore. Yeah. yeah. So I have one question. Well, uh, kind of second to last, I'll let you la- ask the last one. But I wanted to kind of ask you just if you could say something to New Mexicans or people in Albuquerque or people downtown even about change, what would it be? Oh, gosh. Sorry. I think, I think I actually, I think maybe patience, being patient with the process because it is a process. There's a lot of hoops that you have to jump through and there's a lot of moving pieces and you have to be flexible in your thinking, you know, as far as like, like for an example, the Albuquerque Art Walk, you know, we had vendors popping up all over the place on the sidewalks. Well, now they're not, they can't set up on the sidewalks anymore because it was just like everybody was coming out of the woodwork and just setting up stuff, you know? And so, um, I think, you know, flexibility and thought and not, you know, just in it for the almighty dollar, so to speak, and just really kind of embracing our uniqueness and our, and our way that we can, we can change this downtown for the better if we just, really kind of embrace the, the, the uniqueness of like this building, for an example, like the circus, the crest building is a unique building in itself. You know, I, I call it the mothership of, of downtown, but there is the mothership alumni too. So I can't steal that, you know, (laughs) but those guys are everybody, every artist is amazing. I work well with a lot, all of them. And there's a few here and there that, you know, I don't know. I'm like, I think I'm too nice sometimes, but We'll get it done. So I think embracing change and working together is, and patience with the process, I think, is how we're going to get it done. So our last question is an important question. Okay. Are you ready? I guess so. Okay. I, I, lo- I love this part of the show. Okay. Something, something we ask everybody. Okay. Not including here or relative's house. Two parts. One, red or green. Oh, uh, gosh. Uh, green. And if you're not going here or relative's house, where do you go for really good chili here in town? Monica's El Portal. Okay. Yep. I love Monica's El Portal menu, though. And their chicharrones. <laughs> I know. We've tried to go, like, twice, and we go at the wrong time every time. And so we've been, yeah, we've been attempting it. We'll get there one day. <laughs> their green chili, my friend swears by it. It's a bowl of beans. She lives in Seattle, and every time she gets the same thing. Bowl of beans, green chili, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that's the, that's the sim- simple New Mexican way. My grand my grandfather lived in Santa Fe his whole life and like his meal of choice was just red chili with a little bit of pork. He'd make, eat that with like regular white bread and that was his lunch. Like super super yeah. simple but like so good. yeah. Delicious. So is there anything else you'd like to share? No, I'm thank you guys for coming to Curious Toast and you're welcome to 
hang out here and podcast all you need to. It'd be fun. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your table and your food and your space with us because it was awesome. I know I had extra early Thanksgiving, which is great. Yeah. All right. And you love cranberry sauce. I do. I got mine in that corner. I'm like, well, I'll be back for that. (laughs) Have at it. All right. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, Burke, your favorite Albuquerque-centric podcast now has merch, and it's swanky. We're creating new designs all the time, so check it out by going to whatsupabq.com and click on Merch up on the top. We'd love it if you'd help spread the word of our little Burke love fest and helping out the podcast at the same time. And if you purchase before December 2nd, you can use the promo code SANTA for a discount on your order. Sweet, huh? Come on, buy some merch, man. We put a lot of work into this stuff. Just go to whatsupabq.com. Hey, Albuquerque, and thanks for listening to What's Up ABQ, Albuquerque's very own podcast. Every week, Ryan and Lindsay talk to the people who add unique flavor and make a positive impact to our fair city. We help point you to the places you need to see, visit, or patronize, and to do this costs some time and resources. So, without sounding too needy, could you help us out by pitching some funds our way? You can drop some bucks in the tip jar by donating at whatsupabq.com. And if you know about a local business or establishment that should be featured, or you own one yourself, drop us a line at abqwhatsup at gmail.com. Again, the website is whatsupabq.com, and the email is abqwhatsup at gmail.com. We've also got a few sponsorship spots open, so get in touch with us soon to reserve your business's time on the show. What's Up ABQ is produced by Lindsay and Ryan with post-production assistance from me, Paul Nixon, at paulnixonvo.com. Make sure and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. Tell your friends about us, and thanks for listening.